This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hey, hey, special shout out to our sponsors, Spear Rocket VA, for making another episode possible. Welcome back to the Icon Podcast. I'm your host, Gianna, and today we're going to get to know Jason all about you. Take us back to the beginning, and uh, welcome to the show. Thanks. That was a super fancy uh, introduction. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. We work hard on it, and we make it fun. We want everybody to... You know, I was dancing. Yeah. I was like jamming out. <laughs> I know. I do too. And I listen to it every day. It's it's a jam. So Jason, um, tell us about yourself. You know, how'd you get into real estate? What market did you start in? Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? Yeah. All of it. All the way back. Dive in. All about me. Uh, I have lived in Cary, North Carolina almost my entire life, which is where I grew up, went to school, um, went to college in Charlotte and got a teaching degree, okay. moved back to Cary and taught for five years. North Carolina is, I think, the third worst paid state for teachers, public school teachers in the United States. So that wasn't working. Uh, it was like putting so much time and effort into things. I was teacher of the year my first year. And then there was just nowhere to grow. There was nothing that I could do unless I went back to school. And then they stopped paying for master's degrees in North Carolina. So if you went back and got your master's in teaching, they no longer acknowledge that and you wouldn't get paid anymore. So I was like, what do I do from here? if I can't grow in the profession that I'm in and I've already like reached a roof or reached a limit, you know what I mean? So your first year, right. (laughs) Where do you go from here? (laughs) It's like, do I become an administrator? But it it was Mm -hmm. just, I could tell that wasn't the trajectory that I was on. You know, I loved it. I loved making things fun for kids to learn. I taught science. So it was definitely like a cool interactive subject. And I had thought about what about real estate Uh, in high school? I did four years of architecture got into college for architecture, realized they had no life. Like you spend your entire time in the studio 24 seven. And I was like, no, I want a fun college experience. So Mm -hmm. I kind of took that love for architecture and homes and everything that I had in the past and then applied it into real estate. So I have been doing that now for six years and I absolutely love it. And you know, this now gives me the ability to grow and do the things that I want to do and make it my own and get as big as I want to be or not be as big as I want to be, you know, and just kind of march to the beat of my own drum. Yeah. You probably still do science projects at like open houses and stuff, right? Always. Yeah. It's so entertaining. (laughs) That's awesome. So did you start out with EXP or how did you end up with the EXP fam? You know, were you in the brokerage? What drew you into EXP? Sure. I started out at Fonville Morsey, which is a local company in North Carolina in the triangle. And then I was there for a few years, went to Keller Williams and didn't, I don't want to say drink the Kool-Aid. It was definitely a great turning point for myself to become a business. I think where I started out, they taught you how to be a realtor and it was just cranking things out left and right. And then once you get to, once I got to Keller Williams, I learned how to be a business owner. And then from there, once I got my foundation set on those terms, I reached out to a friend who is a big name EXP person in this area, Tina Call, 
And she's in like the head of the Freedom Builders, which is, I guess, our little networking group or big networking group. And she said, listen, there's some things that are different about eXp. I think you would be a great fit. And I made the move about a year ago. Yeah, a year ago, actually, this month. So Okay, cool. So you've been in real estate for, you said, about six years. And now um, eXp, come a full year now. And yeah. look at you. Okay, teacher of the year, first year. <laughs> I call an award winner first year over at EXP. That's yeah. fabulous. We'll get to that in a moment. Thanks. Um, so, you know, you said you had a great, like, I guess, mentor that said, you know, I think you're a good fit. Why don't you hop over? And what keeps you at EXP? You know, they've got so many assets like uh, stock options, revenue share, collaboration. So what really sticks out to you um, beyond, you know, the relationship that introduced you to EXP? Yeah, I think the stock options are probably the biggest attractor in my mind. I have so many different investments, whether it is investment properties, whether it's, you know, stocks in itself somewhere else. Um, so having EXP stock and having, you know, a portion of my proceeds or sorry, uh, commissions taken and put into stock that way. And then also um, just, you know, winning the awards and then doing all the things that need to be done checking off those boxes and then getting that money that's vested. That's something that no other brokerage really is entertaining um, or is maybe trying to entertain and they haven't mastered it. And because we're a cloud brokerage, it just works out really well. And, you know, it's there. So that for me, I think is huge. And I do, I've been slacking in my collaboration, unfortunately. Uh, once I moved to eXp, I feel like I hit the ground running with other avenues and I kind of stopped doing all the collaboration that I was doing at Keller Williams. So I need to pick that back up. Now that you mentioned it, that needs to be like a goal for 2022 is collaborate more because there are so many great people in this company that have something different to offer that I'm not implementing. Mm -hmm. And so working with them, I think would be a huge tool to continue growing my business. Absolutely. You know, and it's good to have that self-awareness like, okay, I've been slacking here. You know, that's something I could pick up in because, you know, in, at EXP, there are a lot of avenues that you can take. Like you said, you hit the ground running Definitely. in one direction, but I mean, what somebody tell me? They upload 150 hours worth of new training every week. That's an option for you to look into. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, paths to take at EXP and it's good to be, you know, self-aware of the things you should start pouring yourself into a little more or been slacking on. Exactly. You know, I agree. And the, the trainings is another thing, you know, being a teacher previously, I don't think I put enough effort into teaching other people what I'm doing right now. And so that's something that I need to look into. And also growing my downline, that was something, again, referring back to Keller Williams, I was like, kind of, once you get into the groove of it, it comes naturally. And I think once I moved to EXP, again, I was more focused on myself and rebranding and doing all those things that I needed to do that I lost track of like, hey, this is passive income that you're kind of giving up. So again, another goal for 2022. I got to write all these down. I got like six right <laughs> right off the bat in the first five minutes of this. It's like, is this a podcast or is this like a, you know, is this a counseling? Are you not my new mentor? Are you my new trainer? You're just like making me realize all the things I should be doing, which is good. That girl's not even a real estate agent. Okay? <laughs> she just gets it. That's awesome though. So, you know, um, you're busy, you hit the ground running, you got a lot of stuff going on. How do you take care of Jason? How do you make sure you avoid burnout? How do you make sure that your work life is balanced? Mm, I will say I'm not one to advise on this. <laughs> I do not have a, like, I don't have kids. I'm not married. I have a dog mm -hmm. and a cat. The dog keeps me very busy, but I am not good at 
having the work-life balance because I don't have anybody that I'm necessarily like tending to all the time. It is full focus, full time in real estate. And I would say pre-COVID, I definitely was able to chunk out. I love to travel, travel all over the world, used to. And once COVID hit, that was something that, that was like my outlet. You know what I mean? And when the outlet was gone, I don't think I threw myself into anything else. So the only thing that I really do as like a break or like me time is I go to the gym. I um, go to Burn Boot Camp, which is a national gym that they have. And that's my one hour of just me time. Focus, healthy self, I think leads to a healthy lifestyle and, you know, brings me the best self that I can be at work too for my clients. So yeah, unfortunately, not a, not a great answer, but another thing I need to work on. <laughs> hey, it still counts, you know, in the hour a day, it's still, um, you know, it, it really adds up in the end to, you know, distress and to make sure that you feel good about yourself and your best self to your clients. So right. don't, don't sell yourself short there, Jason. It's still good. <laughs> so, you know, you are an icon award winner. That's why you're on this podcast. And can you kind of in your own words, explain what the icon award means to you, the benefits that came from it and the production you had to do to get there? Because, you know, like you said, as a teacher, First year, you got Teacher of the Year. Where do you go from there? You've got this Icon Award. You know, are, are you going to tap out after this or what's next? <laughs> I don't plan to tap out. I plan to do it again. And I think the first time was about, it, it was such a goal. You know what I mean? I think when you move to a new company, you strive to do the best that you can and achieve all the awards that you can achieve. Mm -hmm. So I think that was what I set out to do. Luckily, I have a, actually, I was very nervous of trying to achieve the Icon Award because I, for my market it's in itself, I have a higher price point, I would say, than normal. So with that, I was worried that I wasn't going to get the number of units that needed to close in order to become an Icon agent. Luckily, again, I had a higher price point. So I was like, I need to just get a few more units than normal achieve that higher price point, continue raising that. So that way I reach in the GCI version. So how much money I made is actually how I reached the icon award, not by a number of units that sold, um, which I don't know if that's typical that people normally hit it for the number of units that they sell, which I think is, I don't remember what it is, 30 units past a certain point. Mm -hmm. um, so I think this year, my goal is always going to be increasing those units while also still increasing the price point. That way, I don't have to worry so much about, am I going to hit this goal next year? It's just going to be something that continuously flows through the business planning and hopefully becomes growth, which is what we're all hoping for. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you kind of tackled it the GCI way, which is great. You know, you hit that goal. First year, especially, iconing is a big deal. And, you know, it's not your first year as a real estate agent. And that being said, you know, if somebody did just come to EXP, it's their first year as a real estate agent, first year as EXP. Is Icon something that they can strive for? Is that something, you know, maybe they should put off a year, kind of give advice to maybe some newbies coming over and yeah. that nice award everybody's been knocking out of the park. Not everybody, but quite Not a few everybody. People. But I think if I was a first year realtor trying to come in and achieve that award, I, I think I would feel let down trying to achieve it personally. I know mm -hmm. that I've, you know, it's been six years. I grew up in the area that I work in, so I have established connections from a long time and recently, but I think right off the bat, trying to achieve that would be tough. So maybe making your own award in your head of maybe half of what's expected 
go for that. And then if you reach that, then I think the next year you have something that you can work towards that's tangible. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I feel that people shoot for these these high lofty goals, which is smart. But I also think there are, while some people that may motivate them, other people that don't reach those goals then kind of retract backwards. And they're like, oh, I'm not good enough for this. I'm not going to reach this goal. And that's only going to put them in a mindset that's not going to help them achieve the next year. So I think if you start, again, with a tangible goal, something that's actually reachable, maybe knock that out of the park. And then for the next year, set the next goal. You know what I mean? Put it in stages, because I think if you try to come right off the gate as a first or second year agent and you don't have transactions under your belt, you don't really know what you're working towards. I think it could be a huge letdown and then something that you're maybe not able to recover from, which would be terrible, you know? No, you're absolutely right. And I love that answer, you know, because most people want to say like, oh, yeah, why not shoot for the stars? Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> but in reality, you know, you may end up letting yourself down. But that's, you know, when you need to sit down with your mentors and your coaches and look at the practicality of hitting that goal as a newer agent, you know, um, what is the production you're going to have to do not only monthly, but weekly to, right. you know, be able to obtain that. And is that, you know, something you're going to be able to pour all your focus into? Is that something that you want to pour all your focus into when you've got so many options and paths to take, especially being new to EXP? Right. Yep. I would say, yeah, start small, figure out which route you're going to take. Some people may knock the units out of the park immediately. You know what I mean? And then maybe you set your goal for the next time to say, okay, now I want to work on my volume and I need to increase that price point because that's only going to put more money back in their pocket anyway in terms of GCI. So figuring out which route you want to take and working towards that, I think would be the smartest goal without jumping to the stars, like you said. Yeah. I just feel like that's, it could set yourself up for failure or, or just upset. And that's mm -hmm. not something that you need in this business when we're all yeah. working for ourselves. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you want to be encouraged. You want to see yourself grow. And it's like in that first year, if you set a goal and you didn't hit it, you know, even though you've probably grown so much, you're right. still going to feel like you didn't quite check off all the marks. And I can see, like, I love that um, take on it, Jason, because like I said, everybody's like, oh yeah, why not? But also, you know, there can be consequences for shooting right. too high. Yeah. So, you know, at one point you were probably on the outside of the XP and you're looking in and you're like, oh, I see the grass is greener. Okay. Um, but this is a cult. This is a pyramid scheme. What's going on? I don't want to hear it. So to those who are skeptical, maybe listening right now, what would you have to say to them? I actually was not that way, to really? be honest. Okay. Like, no, okay. I, I'm, I'm very much the type of person that I'm in my own lane and I don't pay attention to anything else. Mm which could be a great thing and it could be a very bad thing. I feel like I'm very ignorant to a lot of things, which is not the best way to be. But I think anybody that's looking from the outside and they're hating on it, you can't hate on anything unless you give it a chance. And that's not necessarily saying that you need to jump in and join EXP. That's just saying a conversation has never hurt anyone, right? Mm -hmm. If we don't go and have a conversation with a buyer or a seller in our market, you never know if you're going to get a listing or a new buyer. You know what I mean? Right. So going and having a professional conversation with somebody who is at EXP, say, hey, show me what's good. But the number one thing that I focused on when I spoke to that mentor of mine was show me what's bad. I want to know what's not working. What are you not okay with? What is not, given that EXP is such a newer company, like what is not working? 
And that way I can better prepare myself. So I'm not jumping in with all of these high hopes and, oh, this is going to be the best thing ever. There's no faults. I was prepared. And going into that, there were a few things about EXP that I was like, oh, I was warned of this. So it made me a lot less, you know, skeptical. Uh, but I think just having that conversation with somebody, there's, there's nothing that is going to hurt you. They're not going to like sell your soul to somebody and be like, oh, you came and talked to me. You're automatically EXP now. Um, <laughs> just have the conversation. You're only doing yourself a disservice if you're not, you know, if you don't know all options, then you don't know what else is out there. And that means you're just comfortable. And if we're comfortable, you're not growing. <laughs> so like get uncomfortable. And if that just means having a conversation, that's easy. It should be easy at least. It should be, you know, and we're not burning any bridges. We just really want to get connected in that way. And like you said, if you have lunch with an EXP agent, we're not going to kidnap you. We shouldn't, <laughs> we shouldn't kidnap you. I can't speak Hopefully they're anyone. not being kidnapped. Okay. If, if you are sincerely worried about that, contact the authorities. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, you know, it's, you don't know what you don't know. And, right. you know, make sure to ask the questions, ask the questions that, you know, it's not necessarily a job interview. You know, you're not, being interviewed by this exp agent like oh are you the right fit for exp interview that agent see if exp is right for you because in some right. cases it may not be ask the scary questions you know um give us an example of maybe like one or two questions that people could be nervous to ask but you know you found that you liked the answer or like it gave you a realistic look at it uh, i was let's just say I was very confused about how the stocks options worked. I think I have a personal finance individual who's always maintained all of those things for myself. So I have not had much experience with stocks in itself. So knowing what that looked like, I asked that mentor, break this down how this works, like mm -hmm. step by step. I reach this point. What does that mean? I do this. What does that mean? And she showed me in a very nice spreadsheet. She had it all broken down. And that for me, I was able to digest that, you know what I mean? And better understand, okay, if I reach this goal or if I bring somebody on, this is what I get and this is what mm -hmm. I should look for. And if you're, you know, if they bought them at this price, this is what it would go to. And this is the difference that it makes. And this may have to vest for a certain number of years. So don't expect to get that right away. Uh, asking the questions about stocks for me was huge. And then getting those responses helped. And again, she was very honest in how it looked hey, you're not going to be able to touch these for three years. A lot of people, I think they hear stock options. I'm going to get all this money and it's going to soar and it's just going to be awesome. And it's like, no, sometimes that has to sit for a little bit. Uh, that's maybe a misconception that some people have. So that I would say was my biggest takeaway was just how that works, what that was broken down like, because I think splits are the same at every company. They're relatively the same. You, I think brokers know how that works. And uh, I would say the next the other aspect is the whole downline, which I have done terrible at trying to build. Absolutely slacked and it's, it's bad. But that was something that I wanted to better understand that pyramid of mm -hmm. where do I need to be in order to get this much passive income? Because sure. this would be nice to have if, hey, I want to buy a beach house and I don't want to have to worry about paying the mortgage. How many people do I need to have under me or under them essentially to make that happen? So we kind of broke that down. And while I have that goal, it's not been worked towards whatsoever, but it was, it's nice to understand <laughs> it. You know what I mean? It's nice to have the understanding of what I do need to do. Jason, I absolutely so ask those questions. I admire your honesty. I seriously do it. It really adds another level to the podcast. And you know, um, if this is your first time listening to icon podcast and like Jason, you're curious about stocks. I've talked to a lot of icon agents, you know, some of them are taking their stocks and using it as their retirement for, you know, they're, they're considering it their retirement fund here at EXP because a lot of real estate agents don't 
have that 401k option. Um, some of them are using them to save up for rental properties for their kids. They're going to give them at, to their kids as a graduation present. I mean, there's a lot that you can really do. And the options are endless here with the stock options, the revenue share, the downline. Thinking about a beach house and you don't even have to worry about the mortgage. That's a really cool option. Although yeah. we've got to work towards that. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to put towards the work. that plan. Right. But that's a, it's really cool to hear that. And it's like um, the honesty is it adds a whole nother level of not just being like, oh, optimism, EXP. Like, hey, you want to come right. over to EXP? Here's what it is. Questions to ask. And, you know, to be real with you, there are a lot of cool things you can do. Yeah. But sometimes you can only put your energy towards one of them. One or two things. Right. And I think another thing to realize is that it may not, I feel like a lot of people put emphasis on, which is awesome. I don't have kids, so I don't necessarily feel that way at this moment, mm -hmm. but it's like building that general generational wealth. You know what I mean? It may just be that you're able to help your family there and now, which I think mm -hmm. a lot of people, that may be something that they're working towards is, Hey, I'm getting into real estate to have more freedom. And with that more freedom, they need to making sure that they're still providing for their family. So whether it's downline or the stock option, whatever it is, I think those avenues also can just help you here and now adding on to the commissions that you're already getting. You know what I mean? I think sometimes, and it's, I'm not downing what you're saying. It's just yeah. like that big, big picture of all these dreams is great to have. And sometimes mm -hmm. for some people, it's just like the essentials of what they need at the moment, all of which EXP, I think has multiple different options that they can take to partake in to be able to, you know, sustain whatever they need to do. And you're a hundred percent right. You know, like sometimes a big picture like that can be overwhelming and they right. take, you know, small steps to get there. And that might not even be, you know, something as your goal at EXP. Maybe you're a part-time real estate agent. A lot of people don't believe in that, but I have talked to some of these icon award winners that are legitimately part-time real estate agents. Mm -hmm. They do it on the weekends yeah. and um, you know, they're like, it's just income right now, you know, just kind of yeah. let me use my network out here and, make some extra cash. And I just happened to iPhone, which is fabulous. <laughs> which is yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Good for you because right. that's amazing. Um, yeah. But they're so casual about it. And it, it is just their kind of right now thing. And, you know, Jason, like right now, you know, you hit icon and you like to grow. You like to see yourself set new goals. So what's next for you on the, on that award list or, you know, where do you want to be next? I know there's like double diamond awards. I know you want an icon again. Do you have your eye on it? Anything specific? I, I don't. <laughs> I would love the okay. icon again. I don't mean to call yes. you out on this stuff. I'm just no, 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 no. I'm all good. I'm all about being straightforward. I do not care. Uh, I do. I would love to icon again and just making sure that I continue to grow in those other avenues. I think mm -hmm. there is so much that EXP offers, like I said, and I'm not tapping into the majority of them. So at some point I need to realize that one avenue may take a little bit more work. It may distract me a little bit from what I'm so focused on doing all the time, but the benefits will probably be greater in some ways, given that it'll be passive income. Right now, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm so focused being an individual agent. I don't have anybody helping me. I'm just grinding all the time. And when you're grinding all the time, that's just what you focus on. I don't have somebody else that's kind of picking up and doing all of those other pieces. And so it's definitely difficult to say, okay, I'm going to work on my downline right now. Let me just take a break from all the stuff that's listed behind me on this board. You know what I mean? It's like, it's hard to do that. But I also have to realize that will get me another avenue of wealth that I think is important that I need to take care of. So yes, 
I want an icon again, but I also need to, I think working on my downline is something that I want to do. I think I have a, an influential personality. It's just, I don't take advantage of it. And I don't think I believe in myself enough that I can be like, Hey, I can convince, not necessarily convince, just show someone why EXP is important and why it's worth a change. And I need to be more confident in myself and able to do that. And once I reach that goal, I think that'll be, it'll just continue to stream. So. I agree. You know, I think what's it, that ball gets rolling. I think it continues to grow. And, you know, you said you want to focus back in on collaboration and part of the icon award too, is, you know, you have to give back to the the culture, the community, that collaboration aspect of the company. So what's, what's your plan or what did you do? You know, are you a mentor? Are you a coach? Are you speaking? What did you decide to go with? I have, <laughs> this is terrible. I shouldn't be on this so podcast. <laughs> I'm like sweating now. I'm like, should I even be here? Yes, of um, course you should be here. No, I have not done anything yet. I would like to implement something. So I'm very client focused. So I'd like to implement implement maybe a few programs. I don't know really, really what it would be if it's a Zoom or whether it's in person um, on how to do like client Popeyes. So like client Popeyes, client events, like everything kind of maybe a, a whole, whatever that may be, a progression of like, how do you deep dive into your clients and make sure that they feel special? So that's something that I would like to do. I've not done that. So there's another goal. How many goals do I have so far for 2022 that I have to work on? I write them back up on my life. <laughs> I know, gosh. Seriously, I don't, I don't but... want you to feel bad though, because like, seriously, I talk to probably 15 to 25 icon agents a week. I crank out these podcasts like crazy. And mm-hmm. I promise you more than 85% of them are like, I don't know what I'm going to do this year. Yeah, I like, know. Yeah. I haven't done it. So, yeah, no, I think that would be, I would like to do that again. It gives back in that teaching aspect. And that's something that I do love to do. It's just, I think I lack the time and I think I really, really need to figure out the time to do all of these things that I want to do or that I should be doing given that I am an icon agent. And I know that I have stuff to give back to those agents that, may want to learn about deep diving into their clients, you know, that don't focus on that right now or don't know how. So something I need to focus on. And, you know, like, I think that would be a great one because some people like their whole jam is social media, but maybe they don't know how to actually convert, you know, the people that are coming to them or, you know, uh, make sure they're getting referrals and yeah, retain them. So I think that would be a great route to take. And once you kind of have that laid out, I would love to have you back on and you can kind of run the show and kind of share a tease with us on like, you know, maybe uh, how that lesson's going to go, where you're going to have it on, kind of do a little plug for that. And, uh, you know, of course. throw out a couple of tips so that people can be excited. I guess teasers really uh, yeah. join your, your lessons. Cool. I'd love, love to do that once I <laughs> make a whole lesson plan. <laughs> hey, you're a teacher or used to be anyway. Exactly. <laughs> it's not that hard and it, it flows. You know what I mean? That's what I do on the daily. And that's what I have a passion for is my clients. So it really just comes down to just like sharing that with people and putting it on paper of this is how you do it the plan absolutely and I love that and I think it's going to turn out good and Jason I really do think you should believe in yourself because I've loved this talk and I'm like now I feel bad I'm like should I be here I'm like why (laughs) it feels like I'm roasting him (laughs) no 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 this is just I I'm I'm good it helps me realize you know I think there's a lot more that I could be doing and Mm -hmm. it is great to focus on your business but sometimes you have to step outside and one, help other people that maybe aren't in the same position that you are. And then two, like I said, there's other options that EXP has that are so great that other companies don't offer that I should be tapping into. So it's a, it's like a wake-up call. You're giving me a wake-up call. 
And now I'm yeah, everyone else nationally will be able to see it. <laughs> well, Jason's like, well, ding. <laughs> but you know, that's, it's your first year at EXP. It's like trying to sip water out of a fire hose. There's a lot going on because Definitely. that's just, they're just that constant stream and you have to pick, you know, which area you want to focus on. And I think you're doing a great job. You've icon, you've got goal set, you know, you want to move forward, but you're, like you said, you're a grinder. So you're just going to have to, frankly, you're going to have to find more hours in the day. Right. Yep, exactly. I just need to never sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever sleep and 24 hour days. Nope. We're going to need them to be 30 hours. Thank you for got coming it. to I'll my talk. Create that. So <laughs> <laughs> well, Jason, is there anything else you want to talk about? I've asked you all the questions I usually do and you know, I've asked you far more than that. So if there's anything else you want to touch on, you absolutely can. But if you're no, I've had I've had such a great time. I appreciate you having me. And like, a, when you, like you said, if I uh, can get my act together and get some of these things, plans in motion, then I'd love to come back on and, and share things with people. Of course. And I would love to have you again, just that little Calendly link and you've got my email. Let's Let's stay connected and um, I'll shower next time and actually look presentable knowing that I'm going to be on video. <laughs> I think you look great. No, I, I swear. I wouldn't lie to you. I wouldn't lie to you. No, you don't. But no Jason, thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon. Plan on um, me hunting you down at EXP Con in Vegas or Orlando because I'll Done. be there. And I'll be uh, there. We'll I'll make look sure for you. Connected. <laughs> Sounds good. We'll see Sweet. you next time. This Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Spear Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Spear Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier.